April 26th. Our reading in the New Testament today will take place in the book of Luke, chapter 22, verse 54, through chapter 23, verse 12. And, of course, we're seeing Satan show up in a big way during these verses. We have seen Satan in the temple. Judas was energized by Satan when he made his agreement with the religious leaders to turn Jesus over to them. Uh, We have seen Satan in the upper room, where Satan had already controlled Judas, but he had to ask permission to sift the other disciples. And we see Satan in the garden. Jesus said to those who had come to arrest him, But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Now because he had prayed and was yielded to the Father's will, Jesus was prepared for the arrest, but the disciples were not. If ever the work of Christ appeared to be ruined, it was right there in the garden. But that was when Jesus was doing his very best in the Father's will. Now the Lord knows your future. He knows what's about to happen. You don't. And when circumstances seem rather negative, you have to trust the Lord. He's doing his best work in your life. The outcome will be for your highest good. And then you'll learn to praise the Lord. We'll see Satan in the courts as well. Satan was in the courtyard to sift Peter and in the council chamber to lead the men astray. His victory over Peter was only temporary, however. The apostle wept and repented, and God restored him. His victory over the religious leaders was complete, for he blinded their eyes to the truth, and they condemned their own Messiah. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. April 26th, Luke chapter 22, verse 54, through chapter 23, verse 12. So they, the leaders of the mob, arrested him, Jesus, and led him to the high priest's residence, and Peter was following far behind. The guards lit a fire in the courtyard and sat around it, and Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, This man was one of Jesus' followers. Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I don't even know the man. After a while, someone else looked at him and said, You must be one of them. No, man, I'm not, Peter replied. About an hour later, someone else insisted, This must be one of Jesus' disciples because he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, Man, I don't know what you're talking about. And as soon as he said these words, the rooster crowed. At that moment, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered that the Lord had said, Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny me three times. And Peter left the courtyard, crying bitterly. Now the guards in charge of Jesus began mocking and beating him. They blindfolded him. Then they hit him and asked, Who hit you that time, you prophet? and they threw all sorts of terrible insults at him. At daybreak, all the leaders of the people assembled, including the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. Jesus was led before this high council, and they said, Tell us if you are the Messiah. But he replied, If I tell you, you won't believe me. And if I ask you a question, you won't answer. But the time is soon coming, when I, the Son of Man, 
will be sitting at God's right hand in the place of power. They all shouted, Then you claim you are the Son of God? And he replied, You are right in saying that I am. What need do we have for other witnesses, they shouted. We ourselves heard him say it. Then the entire council took Jesus over to Pilate, the Roman governor. They began at once to state their case. This man has been leading our people to ruin by telling them not to pay their taxes to the Roman government and by claiming he is the Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, Yes, it is as you say. Pilate turned to the leading priests and to the crowd and said, I find nothing wrong with this man. Then they became desperate. But he is causing riots everywhere he goes, all over Judea, from Galilee to Jerusalem. Oh, is he a Galilean? Pilate asked. When they answered that he was, Pilate sent him to Herod Antipas, because Galilee was under Herod's jurisdiction, and Herod happened to be in Jerusalem at the time. Herod was delighted at the opportunity to see Jesus, because he had heard about him and had been hoping for a long time to see him perform a miracle. He asked Jesus question after question, but Jesus refused to answer. Meanwhile, the leading priests and the teachers of religious law stood there shouting their accusations. Now Herod and his soldiers began mocking and ridiculing Jesus. Then they put a royal robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. Herod and Pilate, who had been enemies before, became friends that day. Hey guys, how's it going? It's Jared. Just want to say good morning to everyone throughout all the phases. Yeah, this right now is just, I just want to help uplift the brothers. I just want to start with saying to the first phase brothers that you know, it's Thursday. It's, you know, only your day three there. But just remember that it's all about paying it forward, man. You start today, and I know some of you might be sick. You know, some of you might be having some struggles today. But just know that you got to get ready and be, your, be prepared for Monday. Because Monday's, you know, a new start for all of us. For the guys that are in second, third phase that are putting their work in every day, I know it sucks, man. You know, it's not easy. I've been through this and it's done this for a while. And I just want to say thank you to you guys that there is a dope sick brother down at the farm that you're helping. Just being able, you know, that dude might have taken 16 showers last night. And that's amazing that you guys were able and are able and willing to go work and just pay it forward like you were taught down at the farm. I just really, and also I just want to, you know, uplift my brother uh, DW and uplift my brother Vogel for making just disciples. You guys are disciple makers. You guys are amazing. I, I'm happy that I was able to walk this out with you and come back and just finish strong with you guys. I also just want to say to all the guys that are phasing up and that are having struggles, man, when you get to fourth phase, things, it gets better. I promise you that. We we have a great house over here. We show love. We show unity. And we're all about making disciples. That's really what this is all about, fellas. I just, I can't say more enough. Just thank you to Jason Staten, that guy. You guys that are able and going to be able to experience him and him to be able to help you, that dude's what helped me throughout this ministry. I have so much to look forward to now after this ministry, and it's all because of Jay. So, Jay, I love you, and I appreciate you. I just want to give a shout-out also to Evan, Brandon, and even Zach Stevens, and Kyle Berry. It was cool. I had my dudes Trey, had my dudes Chris, but you guys have helped me get through this ministry. Just in the small things that you guys do, Zach, you make me laugh like no other. Kyle, it's great to be able to go work out with you. Evan, our one-on-ones were amazing. 
just being able to just pour into you and actually coming back and being like, man, I don't know if I'm ever going to find a three and being able just to be like, dude, like this is one of my three. Like this is legit a guy that I can pour into. Brandon, being a roommate with you, dude, you're awesome. I just appreciate everything you've done. Little Nate even. Little Nate, I love you. There's so many other guys, but little Nate, I love going to work with you. And even though I, I make you mad sometimes, hey, Nate. So, yeah, this is just awesome. And I just want to finish, guys, with uh, 1 Corinthians 2.15. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. Have a great day, guys. This is just to uplift you and just hope you have a blessed one. And let's all just glorify Jesus Christ. Today we're reading Psalm 95 verse 1 through 96 verse 13. And we're going to learn some wonderful principles. One of those is the fact that God is great. This is a call to jubilant worship, not just participation in services as usual. He invites us to shout joyfully and to kneel before the Lord. Why? Because God is great. And He is a great creator and a great king. And we're privileged to be His people. We'll also learn that God is grieved. The opposite of a worshiping heart that pleases the Lord is a hard heart that grieves the Lord. Imagine seeing God's wonders and not submitting gladly to Him. The unbelieving Jews paid a high price for their sin. They died in the wilderness and never entered the promised land. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you want to enjoy your life of faith? Then take time to see and appreciate the greatness of God and then to praise Him for it. Do you want to inherit all that God has planned for you in this life? Then give yourself to worship and praise. A hard heart leads to a hard life, so keep your heart tender before God. Psalm 95 verse 1 through 96 verse 13. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us give a joyous shout to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving. Let us sing Him psalms of praise. For the Lord is a great God, the great King above all gods. He owns the depths of the earth, and even the mightiest mountains are His. The sea belongs to Him, for He made it. His hands form the dry land, too. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God. We are the people He watches over, the sheep under His care. Oh, that you would listen to His voice today. The Lord says, Don't harden your hearts as Israel did at Meribah, as they did at Massah in the wilderness. For there your ancestors tried my patience. They courted my wrath though they had seen my many miracles. For forty years I was angry with them, and I said, They are a people whose hearts turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. So in my anger I made a vow. They will never enter my place of rest. Sing a new song to the Lord. 
Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, bless His name. Each day proclaim the good news that He saves. Publish His glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things He does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be revered above all the gods. The gods of other nations are merely idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround Him. Strength and beauty are in His sanctuary. O nations of the world, recognize the Lord. Recognize that the Lord is glorious and strong. Give to the Lord the glory He deserves. Bring your offering and come to worship Him. Worship the Lord in all His holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before Him. Tell all the nations that the Lord is King. The world is firmly established and cannot be shaken. He will judge all peoples fairly. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea and everything in it shout His praise. Let the fields and their crops burst forth with joy. Let the trees of the forest rustle with praise before the Lord. For the Lord is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and all the nations with His truth. Proverbs chapter 14, verses 5 and 6. A truthful witness does not lie. A false witness breathes lies. A mocker seeks wisdom and never finds it. But knowledge comes easily to those with understanding.